Bill Morgan in for Pam today, the first Friday of November from 1480 WHBC. And at this time of the year, at this time, we talk high school football with Dan Belford. Dan, certainly big games all across Camden, Stark County in Northeast Ohio, including the one you'll have a call of tonight on WHBC and Mix 94.1. Undefeated Canton South and Bookdale coming down for Macron. What can the fans expect, whether you're hardcore Canton South or just a casual high school football fan that'll be locked into your broadcast tonight? Yeah, good morning, Bill. Nice to nice to hear your voice this morning. Um, I think what you're going to see, obviously, is the South team we've seen all year. And if people aren't familiar, you haven't seen them, here's a nice opportunity maybe to if your team's out of the playoffs, get yourself a ticket. Um, come on down to uh, Canton Township and catch this. I think what we're going to see are, are two stories here. Bookville is facing the best team they have faced all year. Canton South, I feel, is facing the most physical team they have faced all year. Bookville is just one of those teams that finds a way to get into the playoffs, whether it be first, second, third round. And, and they're following the same path they did last year. You go back to last year. They lost their first uh, four games. Then they won seven in a row. They go into week 11. They knock off the number four seed. They go into week five or week 12. They knock off the number five seed, which was Northwest. And then I believe they went out the following week. So they're a dangerous team based on athleticism and skill. They can get a little chaotic and a little disoriented at times and lose their consistency. But they have athletes. They can just play all over the field. The number that jumps out at me for them, they have picked off 16 passes this year. They have four pick sixes out of that. And their defense has pitched five shutouts. Three of those have been on the road. So that's what they're going to roll in uh, to town tonight. We all know about Pucci for South. Uh, the numbers just keep falling by the wayside as he keeps throwing touchdown passes, keeps piling up yards. He only needs a couple to give him a, the all-time record, breaking that of Cameron Blair. But I think the big number he would like to have is week 12 win, move on to week 13. Defense is what we don't talk a lot about South, and they're starting to find their identity. And one of the big reasons they're moving into this week, uh, they take on Northwest, you know, again, last week, week 11, and they pitch uh, a couple of goal-line stands in that game. That changed the complexion, and then it just became their game and the offense took over. I really feel Rome Cox, uh, outstanding running back, hard, physical, fast runner, has to be able to run between the tackles tonight. He's got to get downhill a little bit just to open everything up on the outside with the skill and, of course, with Pucci and uh, the, uh, the dynamic player he is. This is going to be a tough game tonight. This is no walk into 13 game, and I'm glad we've got it tonight on 1480. Dan, talk to us a little bit about Bucknell, and I know while your focus is Canton South, you do a lot of homework on Bucknell. What allows them, after maybe struggling a bit the past couple of years anyway in the regular season, to get on a postseason roll, and how do the Wildcats deal with that at kickoff tonight? Well, I think you just can't lose focus on Bucknell because they can disrupt your rhythm because, and I go back to that Northwest game last year, we, uh, we broadcast that game where they defeated Northwest in, in uh, week 12. They can just be disruptive because they just don't seem to be in sync so many times in their offense. They don't throw the ball well. I mean, they've got a dynamic kid in this um, 
Stevie Diamond, but he only clicks for about 45% of his throws. He throws more picks than he does touchdown, but he's the type of kid that you suppress him, you suppress him, and bang, you hit the big one over the top. The numbers can be very, very misleading. Cheers, the running back, is solid. He had a solid year last year. He was strong in the playoffs. He'll bring a solid game this year. He had a couple of scores last week. And I think you just have to look at things as their special teams, their ability to take you to the house on punts, their ability to break you down on kickoff returns. And they can cover in the back, but not only the back on defense. They break on the ball very well in the passing game. That's a reason you come up with 16 picks on the year. I go back to doing a Bookle game when Claude Brown uh, coached many years ago over at Paul Brown uh, Stadium in a championship game. And they had a pick in that game for a pick six, and I believe it was their eighth one of the season, uh, the one they tallied in that game. And that's what they've always been known for, the ability on defense to quickly turn the tide and go to offense uh, with their, their skill and their athleticism. That's what you got to watch for with Bookville. They can disrupt your rhythm. They can get you into this, this it's just unflexible and, and unpredictable offense that they run sometimes based on lack of consistency. And that's always a concern to keep your focus, keep the task in front of you at hand, and just finish business. I think South will do that tonight. And Dan, Dan Belford with us from WHBC Sports, our other broadcast game of the night. We've got so many teams still around, but our other broadcast game of the night, you talk about two of the iconic names in high school football in Ohio, McKinley hosting St. Ignatius. That should be a good one. Yeah, and when's the last time we would have ever said, uh, here we are, a Week 12 matchup, and Ignatius is 3-8? and eight. Um they're still trying to find themselves uh, after the Chuck Kyle uh, decades that he's coached there. They're still a disciplined team. They're a fundamental team. They don't have big numbers on offense. They do what they need to do on defense, but they've had some real smackdowns this year against the better competition like St. Ed's and Hoban uh, to the tune where they can't even find the end zone. It'll still be a challenge for McKinley. I just feel uh, Keaton Rohde has to be on top of his game. Nino Hill has to get just emotionally and mentally and physically be all in on the game. Their, their defense in the front seven has got to be solid from the first quarter to the end of the fourth quarter. This is no walk-away guaranteed win. Even though you're home and even though you're playing a, um, a, a revered program like Iggy, yeah, they've only won three, but they're better than their three wins. And this is the type of team that could come in and upset your apple cart and send you home early. So McKinley's got to be four quarters of football, 100% effort from everybody, and they just have to finish their business, minimize turnovers, just be functional on offense, just be focused on both sides of the ball. And I feel the Bulldogs can come away with a win. Dan Belford, Dan along with Mark Miller, Billy Beebe filling in for Kenny Rhoda, and uh, Denny Kincaid will have the call of the game tonight. And, Dan, real quickly, I wanted to give a shout-out to Denny. I'm with my first year doing sports with WHBC. He has done for me, and I'm sure he does for you, he does a ton of work behind the scenes during the week gathering information. So, Denny, great job. He's been a tremendous help to me this year. Well, you know, and that's Denny. And Denny is our legend of the numbers. I mean, that's what he lives for. And it shows in all the information and all the uh, work he does on history of um, 
matchups and just overall statistics on both sides of the ball. It's just so nice to be able to sit at a game and it's right before you, and you know it's accurate. I know how much you appreciate that, Bill. I'm sure he appreciates your kind words. Dan, thanks. We'll look forward to hearing you tonight. Likewise. Thank you, Bill.